Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading Ezekiel chapter 16 for Friday, July 15th. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, confront Jerusalem with her detestable practices and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says to Jerusalem. Your ancestry and birth were in the land of the Canaanites. Your father was an Amorite, and your mother a Hittite. On the day you were born, your cord was not cut, nor were you washed with water to make you clean. Nor were you rubbed with salt or wrapped in cloths. No one looked on you with pity or had compassion enough to do any of these things for you. Rather, you were thrown out into the open field, for on the day you were born, you were despised. Then I passed by and saw you kicking about in your blood, and as you lay there in your blood, I said to you, Live! I made you grow like a plant of the field. You grew up and developed and became the most beautiful of jewels. Your breasts were formed and your hair grew, you who were naked and bare. Later I passed by, and when I looked at you and saw that you were old enough for love, I spread the corner of my garment over you and covered your nakedness. I gave you my solemn oath and entered into a covenant with you, declares the Sovereign Lord, and you became mine. I bathed you with water and washed the blood from you and put ointments on you. I clothed you with an embroidered dress, and put leather sandals on you. I dressed you in fine linen, and covered you with costly garments. I adorned you with jewelry. I put bracelets on your arms, and a necklace around your neck. And I put a ring on your nose, earrings on your ears, and a beautiful crown on your head. So you were adorned with gold and silver. Your clothes were of fine linen, and costly fabric, and embroidered cloth. Your food was fine flour, honey, and olive oil. You became very beautiful and rose to be a queen, and your fame spread among the nations on account of your beauty, because the splendor I had given you made your beauty perfect, declares the Sovereign Lord. But you trusted in your beauty and used your fame to become a prostitute. You lavished your favors on anyone who passed by, and your beauty became his. You took some of your garments to make gaudy high places where you carried on your prostitution. Such things should not happen, nor should they ever occur. You also took the fine jewelry I gave you, the jewelry made of my gold and silver, and you made for yourself male idols and engaged in prostitution with them. And you took your embroidered clothes to put on them, and you offered my oil and incense before them. Also the food I provided for you, the fine flour, olive oil, and honey I gave you to eat, you offered as fragrant incense before them. This is what happened, declares the Sovereign Lord. And you took your sons and daughters, whom you bore to me, and sacrificed them as food to the idols. Was your prostitution not enough? You slaughtered my children and sacrificed them to the idols. In all your detestable practices and your prostitution, you did not remember the days of your youth, when you were naked and bare, kicking about in your blood. Woe! Woe to you, declares the Sovereign Lord. In addition to all your other wickedness, you built a mound for yourself and made a lofty shrine in every public square. At the head of every street, you built your lofty shrines and degraded your beauty, offering your body with increasing promiscuity to anyone who passed by. You engaged in prostitution with the Egyptians, your lustful neighbors, and provoked me to anger with your increasing promiscuity. So I stretched out my hand against you and reduced your territory. I gave you over to the greed of your enemies, the daughters of the Philistines, who were shocked by your lewd conduct.
you engaged in prostitution with the Assyrians too, because you were insatiable, and even after that, you were still not satisfied. Then you increased your promiscuity to include Babylonia, a land of merchants, but even with this you were not satisfied. How weak-willed you are, declares the Sovereign Lord, when you do all these things, acting like a brazen prostitute. When you built your mounds at the head of every street, and made your lofty shrines in every public square, you were unlike a prostitute, because you scorned payment. You adulterous wife, you prefer strangers to your own husband. Every prostitute receives a fee, but you give gifts to all your lovers, bribing them to come to you from everywhere for your illicit favors. So in your prostitution you are the opposite of others. No one runs after you for your favors. You are the very opposite, for you give payment, and none is given to you. Therefore, you prostitute, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because you poured out your wealth and exposed your nakedness in your promiscuity with your lovers, and because of all your detestable idols, and because you gave them your children's blood, therefore I am going to gather all your lovers with whom you found pleasure, those you loved as well as those you hated. I will gather them against you from all around and will strip you in front of them and they will see all your nakedness. I will sentence you to the punishment of women who commit adultery and who shed blood. I will bring upon you the blood vengeance of my wrath and jealous anger. Then I will hand you over to your lovers, and they will tear down your mounds and destroy your lofty shrines. They will strip you of your clothes and take your fine jewelry and leave you naked and bare. They will bring a mob against you, who will stone you and hack you to pieces with their swords. They will burn down your houses and inflict punishment on you in the sight of many women. I will put a stop to your prostitution, and you will no longer pay your lovers. Then my wrath against you will subside, and my jealous anger will turn away from you. I will be calm and no longer angry. Because you did not remember the days of your youth, but enraged me with all these things, I will surely bring down on your head what you have done, declares the Sovereign Lord. Did you not add lewdness to all your other detestable practices? Everyone who quotes Proverbs will quote this proverb about you, like mother, like daughter. You are a true daughter of your mother, who despised her husband and her children, and you are a true sister of your sisters, who despised their husbands and their children. Your mother was a Hittite, and your father an Amorite. Your older sister was Samaria, who lived to the north of you with her daughters and your younger sister, who lived to the south of you with her daughters, was Sodom. You not only walked in their ways and copied their detestable practices, but in all your ways you soon became more depraved than they. As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, your sister Sodom and her daughters never did what you and your daughters have done. Now this was the sin of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters were arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned. They did not help the poor and needy. They were haughty and did detestable things before me. Therefore, I did away with them as you have seen. Samaria did not commit half the sins you did. You have done more detestable things than they, and have made your sisters seem righteous by all these things you have done. Bear your disgrace, for you have furnished some justification for your sisters. Because your sins were more vile than theirs, they appear more righteous than you. So then... Be ashamed and bear your disgrace, for you have made your sisters appear righteous. 
However, I will restore the fortunes of Sodom and her daughters, and of Samaria and her daughters, and your fortunes along with them, so that you may bear your disgrace, and be ashamed of all you have done in giving them comfort. And your sisters, Sodom with her daughters, and Samaria with her daughters, will return to what they were before, and you and your daughters will return to what you were before. You would not even mention your sister Sodom in the day of your pride, before your wickedness was uncovered. Even so, you are now scorned by the daughters of Edom, and all her neighbors, and the daughters of the Philistines, all those around you who despise you. You will bear the consequences of your lewdness and your detestable practices, declares the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will deal with you as you deserve, because you have despised my oath by breaking the covenant. Yet I will remember the covenant I made with you in the days of your youth, and I will establish an everlasting covenant with you. Then you will remember your ways, and be ashamed when you receive your sisters, both those who are older than you and those who are younger. I will give them to you as daughters, but not on the basis of my covenant with you. So I will establish my covenant with you, and you will know that I am the Lord. Then, when I make atonement for you for all you have done, you will remember and be ashamed and never again open your mouth because of your humiliation, declares the Sovereign Lord. Ezekiel chapter 16. So this was a very long chapter, a story about Jerusalem being likened to a, a discarded infant, left for dead, being taken in and raised up and given authority and power and uh, riches only to squander that wealth and that responsibility into prostitution, idolatry, and child sacrifice, many things that are detestable. And so God was going to bring her back down to where she came, but then he was going to restore her again so that she was able to have a new perspective that she is not the source of her wealth and prestige, and that God is the Lord. He can give and he can take away money, health, prestige, and even life itself. I highlighted verse 49, which says, Now this was the sin of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters were arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned. They did not help the poor and needy. When I read this verse, it made me think about myself, think about the culture around me, and think, does this fit with the greater culture that I find myself within? Or do elements of this fit with me as well? Am I arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned? Do I help the poor and the needy? When I think about my my body itself, <laughs> I probably would qualify as overfed to some degree. And I think by default, I tend to be unconcerned about a lot of things that don't directly affect me. And many times I have arrogance about things that I think that I have figured out. And that prevents me from learning and exploring more. And a, a regular thing that I'm presented with is uh, people who stand at the street corners presenting themselves as poor and needy and asking for gifts. And I don't believe that the best way to help people is to just hand money to them, especially people that I don't know. But that doesn't mean that I should just dismiss every opportunity to give either. There's a lot to contemplate as we look at how God deals with Jerusalem. There's a lot of things that 
that we shouldn't be so arrogant to think that we are above Jerusalem. We are more mature and more humble, uh, and therefore not crossing into the direction of God's wrath. But let us not be arrogant. Let us humbly look at where we've come from, what God has done for us, and let us not take that for granted, but always give God the glory for what he has achieved, even what he has achieved through us. Thank you for listening to The Voice.